Thanks for joining Thank us for today for our Joy, joy Project, a podcast by created by Bayes Communications. If you want to I'm share Kelly your Young, joy your host, or if you want our to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly I'm making at it part of my mission to find and share joy. That's I'll Kelly talk with my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with an S at the end. This podcast can also follow my joy Facebook at our joy. It's really about our joy. Until next time, during times joy when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us. I believe we can still spark joy. This is our joy project. Thanks for listening. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. Hi, friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I am on the search to find joy and share joy. And I am excited today to be talking to Linda Broadfoot, who I've known for a while. She is our director of Indie Parks. And I've read about her. Linda, you can explain this a little bit, that you are a born connector and a lover of all things Indianapolis. So I know you're very passionate about our city and um, the work that you do. So I will let you introduce yourself. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kelly. Um, so excited to talk to you. Have a reason to talk to you today and to talk about joy, which is you know really important to me um, in sort of all aspects of my life. Um, yeah. So, like you said, I am the director of Indy Parks. I have the pleasure of serving with Mayor Joe Hogsett and have been in that role for gosh four and a half, almost five years now. Um, but yeah, I also am just a huge cheerleader for my city. I love Indianapolis. Um, feel like I made a conscious choice to be here and try to make an impact in this place that I love. Um, I am a big uh, proponent of all things sort of environmental, um, very interested in health and wellness, despite perhaps the COVID-19 that I've gained myself. Um, and um, yeah, and spend a lot of time just sort of exploring both in the city and elsewhere, of course, you know, depending on pandemic times, um, with my sweet, sweet husband, who is a high school teacher, and um, we got a Corona dog this oh. March, so we have our dog Lincoln that we take on adventures with us, and we just try to kind of live life to the fullest, and I think the last, what, seven months um, have really kind of brought that out in both of us in a lot of really beautiful ways, um, despite, you know, how hard times have been as well. So yeah, kind yeah, joy. Well, I love it. And I love following you on, on social too, because there are times where you introduce new parks and new adventures to those of us that maybe don't know. So I'm like, tell us, um, real quick, how two things, one, how many parks do we have in Indianapolis? In the so area? there are 212 indie parks. Okay. And where can people find uh, more about the organization itself? So, yeah, I would say follow Indie Parks on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, probably Indie Parks uh, website, IndieParks.org or Indie.gov slash parks. Um, you know, we do 2,400 events and programs a year. Um, you know, I've taken belly dancing classes. I've taken watercolors classes. Um, I mean, anything you can imagine is offered at your park. Again, things look a little different right now. Sure. Um, but yeah, and with 212 parks, I mean, there's just endless opportunities to explore. And, you know, we know folks have really been getting out into them these last few months. Um, 
to the point sometimes certainly of things being really crowded and, and things being maybe misused a bit. So I just keep encouraging folks, you know, maybe don't go to the park that you've always gone to. Maybe don't go to the two or three parks that you've heard of. You know, there's 212. There's lots of beautiful places to explore. Go find something new and um, try that out and, you know, avoid the crowds. Yes, yes. Well, I appreciate you reminding us of that as well, too. And I think when I read the number and first heard the number 212, I thought, okay, I need to get away from just my favorite park, which is right. Fort Benjamin Harrison. Um, go over there and do some- A lovely skate park. Yes, yes. Yes, but I'm like, okay, I have 211 more to go. <laughs> so anyway, well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll get started with the three questions. You know how this is going to go. Um, the first one is Linda Broadfoot. How do you define joy? So I have no idea if I'm going to answer this with any sort of correctness, right? But- um, because I, there's probably some really deep meaning to joy that it's maybe a state of mind or state of being or something, but I think of it more in terms of the more fleeting moment types of times. Um, you know, I feel like happiness is kind of the goal and the state of being, but I feel like I experience joy in sort of fits and spurts, right? So going for a walk in the sunshine with my husband and my dog in a park or, um, you know, hanging out with friends and having really meaningful conversation, those sorts of times, those are the times where I feel like joy is really apparent, that it's sort of a, a rush of uh, uh, incredible positive experience that I think is more heightened than just happiness or contentment or gratitude. It, it feels more heightened to me. Yeah, I love that. I've heard somebody say it's just like this burst of emotion that needs to come out as well, too. So to your point of view, yeah. heightened emotion, yeah. um, I think is true. And the good news is, Linda, there's no right or wrong answer. So that's a perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us when the last time you experienced true joy and what was that like? So last weekend, um, my sweet, sweet husband and I decided to um, get out of town sort of pre-election um, mm. and spend the weekend in a state park with our sweet Corona dog who just hopped up on the couch next to me and go hiking. And on Saturday, we um, had what I would call the perfect day, right? A, it was, you know, what, sunny and 70 degrees outside. We leashed up the dog, went out walking after breakfast, and just kept having those moments of awe. I mean, it was just so beautiful. It was so quiet. It was Halloween, so I think maybe families weren't out that day. So we really had most of the trails to ourselves. Um, you know, there were spots at Springville State Park where there are true specimen trees, you know, trees that are hundreds of years old, and we would just stop and just sort of look at them and, and, and be grateful for them. And we would get to points in our path where we'd say, okay, well, now we can go back and go back to the hotel. Now let's keep going. That's great. Now let's keep going. And we, did, we just kept going. And so we spent uh, hours and walked, you know, six miles around just sort of impromptu um, before lunch, you know, and I, you know, can't say that I get six miles in before lunch very often in my life. Yeah. Um, and then we went to one of the small towns nearby and kind of walked around and found a bakery and got the dog some ice cream. And I mean, it was just... That experience, that way of spending my time with the two loves of my life um, in nature, just that, that was joy to me. And again, it wasn't flying to Paris. It wasn't buying a new house. It was walking in a state park and then going and getting some baked goods. Um, but that, 
a day like that is just, I think the most perfect joyous day that I can have. Well, and the great thing about that too, is it's sometimes you just have to look for the, the simple things and, and you can find joy in the simple things. So packing up and going to a park or enjoying the beautiful weather that we're having right now, or, you know, walking your dog. I've, I've committed to walking my dog. Um, I try to walk him every day and, and as silly as it sounds, the joy that he is experiencing oh, yeah. on that walk gives uh-huh. joy as well too. And so sometimes it is the simple things that mean so much, um, and bring us joy. So I, I think that's great that you got to do that. And you said that was Spring Mill Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to look into that. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Okay, great. And what are the, so what are the little towns around there? Where I'm trying to picture where Uh, Mitchell and Orleans are where we went. Yeah. Really small towns, but you know, found some great pizza, found some great donuts, you know, that's, that's all we look for on a trip like that. Yeah. We don't need a five-star meal, just, you know, some good grub and yeah, Yeah. it was great. It was perfect. Good grub and each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my final question is how can you, or how can we share joy? What are, how are we, how are you spreading joy and, and how can others learn from, from experiences like that to share and spread joy? So personally, I like to share just any experience with as many people as I possibly can. Again, that looks different these days, but, you know, bringing my husband along on whatever adventure it is or bringing a friend or exposing my parents to to new places and new ideas. Um, You know, I love taking my parents places they would never be able to go on their own or would think to go on their own. Um, That brings me incredible joy. Um, Professionally, you know, this notion that A, we have these 212 places that are serving as refuge for people right now, right? To, To be outdoors, to be healthy, to spread out. Um, and to find some peace of mind, that is incredibly joyous. Um, lifting up the Indy Parks team who works so very hard um, and delivers just incredible service to our community. Um, you know, they've served hundreds of thousands of meals this year. Um, we handed out food boxes at Windsor Village for most of the spring and early summer. Um, and the joy on my team's faces to see that and to be a uh, someone to, to help facilitate that, to, to celebrate that with them and, you know, and on their behalf, just, I think is, is really important to spreading joy amongst our team. I think you and I have talked before in the past too. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you talked about being a, a big cheerleader for your team and celebrating your team in different ways too. Do you, and I can't recall when and how we were having that conversation, but that stuck with me. And I think Linda is somebody who does support her team is a big cheerleader. Maybe it's even a small little note or, a, you know, just a, a personal recognition during a staff meeting, or in this case, zoom calls, or however those look. Uh, but I recall that and it stuck with me thinking that um, you you are one of those people that once a cheerleader, always a cheerleader. Once you have her on your side, you're always there for them as well, too. So I think your team's probably pretty lucky to have you in that role. And as a city, we're lucky to have you in that role as well, too. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to serve this mission, to be the caretaker of these spaces and to work with these folks who, you know, have been doing it far longer than I have. We'll do it you know, longer than I do after this, um, whenever this, you know, is over. Um, and they, they are the true, they are true leaders in our community. They are, um, they're providing vital services for folks that, yeah, 
it's it's a joy, really, really, truly, to get to work alongside them and to to highlight what they do for other folks to see. Yeah. Well, I know I'm going to end this by putting you on the spot, and it's probably hard to answer since there's 212 parks. But do you have? I know you don't have a favorite, or you probably can't say that you have a favorite. But is there one that most people don't know about that you would recommend? Like, go check out this park, or maybe there's a, a handful of those. Oh yeah, I've got lists and lists of those, you know, because I think, you know, people often go to the biggies, right? You know, Eagle Creek, Garfield Holiday, or whatever their neighborhood park is here in Irvington, it's Ellenberger, you know, so, but I would say, you know, there's some of the more natural places that I've been getting out and exploring more too that I hadn't really delved into before, like um, the trails at Paul Ruster Park on the Far East side. That's yeah, by me. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Folks know know it because there's a dog park there, but there's yeah. also a whole network of trails and a prairie and a pond, and it's beautiful. Um, Skiles Test, same thing. Um, we just put a new paved trail through the park and up connecting Johnson Road. Um, it's, it's right between Shadeland. It's like 50, say Fall Creek and Shadeland is where it is. Um, but again, just beautiful natural area, tons of trails through the woods, Glens Valley on the south side, same thing. I think people know kind of the front part that they see where there's an event building, but again, you've got a whole network of naturalized area in the past. And then Grassy Creek, um, 30th in German church. Um, again, people know the spray ground, the playground, but there's a whole network in the back of trails and boardwalks and wetlands. Um, you know, so many of these parks, you know, the acreage goes beyond just kind of what you're familiar with, right? I mean, even places like Broderable Park, people get surprised. Oh, there's a whole, there's a whole other park back here once you get past the playground or the family center. Um, just these little bits of woodland or trails are so vital, I think, right now for people to get out safely, to have a place to walk their dog, you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't get enough of those spaces right now. They're beautiful. Well, I'm excited to explore more. I mentioned Fort Benjamin Harrison, and now it makes me think that's a state park, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then I've got the 212 parks that I need to explore, the city parks, indie yeah. parks, and Paul Ruster is near me, and I do take yeah. my over there. So um, yeah, I'm excited to explore that a little bit more and the other parks as well, too. So Linda, thank you so much for joining me today, for sharing your joy. And uh, you know, for listeners, I think it is one where, especially as we're kind of getting into cooler weather, to take opportunities to just bundle up and get out and explore, 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 explore our city. You're going to hear that from me all winter. That's exactly the, the uh, message. Bundle up and get outside. Parks are open in the winter. Come That's on right. out. Yeah. All right. So even if you're not in Indianapolis, if you're listening from somewhere else, you probably have great parks as well. Linda and I are probably a little biased for the indie parks, uh, but I encourage you to get out. And um, at the, the the greatest thing is just to continue to find joy and share that joy, friends. So thank you so much. And Linda, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.